Bridgestone Speedway proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rapid on Racing. Good evening and welcome once again to Rappin' on Racing. This is the April 12th show and I want to send out a good evening uh, to co-host Dave Oliveri. Dave, the season's finally getting started. How are you this evening? I'm doing well, Don. We've had warm weather here up in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, some of the local tracks have started some practice sessions. I'm excited. Uh, if you read the, the social media, the fans are getting excited. We're just weeks away before opening season for most of the tracks. I had an opportunity Friday evening to head over to Lernerville Speedway. A lot of things happening at the track, some maintenance improvements that, as a fan, you just, you'll have to see. They put some new clay down. But I had an opportunity, again, as you call it, on leaks and squeaks, some nice cars out there testing. Some, you know, we had the sprint cars. Carl, Carl Bowser, Cy Lynch, AJ Flick was there. Uh, Alex Ree was there with the number one Cochrane vehicle. Tom Beck was there. But one of the things that it was a little bit different to me is in walking through the pits. I happened to see a number forty-eight car. Well, I know it's a uh, a Colton Flinter car, and he usually sells them off to different people. And I looked at this one. I looked at the back as one of the things that the Flinters always do, they name their race car, and this one happened to say Tater on it. So that was the, uh, the, the preliminary, they call it for Tater Tots, which was the racers for Tots car. And I'm looking at the driver, and I'm like, okay, this is a weird scenario. He's not, is that Zach Morrow? And, I, and it was Zach Morrow. He's going to be driving a great late model this year, so quite a bit difference from... Uh, jumping into the from a you know a 410 sprint to the rush sprints. I know he ran go cars, but it's going to be a big change running those full fender cars. Don, well, I know when I talked to David Scott one night in Victory Lane, he won a sprint car race and a late model race. I said, "What's the difference?" He said, "It was like I got out of a race car and into a school bus." So, <laughs> I guess the size of the late model made a whole a whole lot of difference for uh, for him, but. Well, we know Zach's a good driver, and I'm sure once he gets some seat time, he's going to be someone to deal with. Well, I think the biggest difference, and you were just saying about David Scott, now you're getting out of a 1,300, 1,400-pound sprint car into a 2,400-pound late model. It's a little bit of difference. And like I said, and you don't have the advantage of the downforce you have with the sprint cars. Correct. You know, uh, Billy Rebar is going to discuss the new Musco lighting at Jennerstown. He did a uh, Facebook thing uh, the other night, and I saw it, and it, it was like the middle of the afternoon. Uh, it's really He's really excited about this, this lighting, and the long-term plan is they're going to do it for the— this was for, like, the, the grandstands and the, uh, the front straightaway, uh, but eventually they're going to do it for the pits, and they're going to be able to elimin, eliminate two-thirds of the telephone poles that are in there with the old lights. So uh, really excited about that. And then he finally uh, uh, explained the— uh, Bob Bent's tribute car, the 05 uh, that Adam Kostelnik uh, ran in the street stocks, is going to be a number 60 car and a, a tribute to Bob Bent's. 
Rapid on Racing comes up with some different things, Don. And one of the things that you've done is Rapid on Racing Remember is going to be a new project from Speedway Productions. Once a month, Don will share some driver interviews from the 50s through the 80s with people that built our sport. The podcast will air on a Wednesday during the middle of the month. You can check the Rapping on Racing Facebook page for the Remember When show schedule. The next program will feature NHRA champion Mike Kosky. Tonight's guests are going to include Jennerstown Speedway General Manager Bill Rebar and Jennerstown Pro Stock Driver Trent Clark, Big Block Modified Drivers Dave Murdick and Colton Walters, plus late model driver Levi Yetter. One of our listeners asked about uh, how we were able to broadcast Rapping on Race and Live from Daytona International Speedway for seven years. And Jack Crowell from Number One Cochrane is going to join us to tell the story. We also want to welcome Amelia Clay from Warren, Ohio to the Rapping on Racing family. If you miss any of Monday's programs, you can go to rappingonracing.com. And as always, we want to thank our we want to thank Jennerstown Speedway, the title sponsor for Rapping on Racing, and our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Environmental Air Incorporated, Night and Day Seal Coating, plus Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Toma Meat Market, and Zarin Truck and Automotive. Want to thank you, our co-host, Dave Oliveri, as well as all of our reporters, Howie Bayless, Lenny Baticki, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Tom Lang, and Jim Zufall. Special thanks to our senior engineers and our technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Luzik, and Gary Scott, along with Bob Miller, a multimedia data collection facilitator. I think everybody's excited that... Uh, The tracks are going to be getting, if they're not already having a test in tune, they're going to be getting fired up here the first of the month, and I think it's wonderful news. I think it is, and, you know, we still don't know what's going on with COVID, but from the practice sessions, I think the stands are going to be packed in lieu of what, you know, we we experienced last year. So I know I'm excited, I know you're excited, and I think all race fans are excited to see what 2021 is going to bring Don. Well, I've had the vaccination. I had COVID. I had the vaccination. But out of uh, courtesy to the tracks, I'm still going to wear the mask because uh, I don't want anybody uh, getting nervous or getting upset if I don't have one on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's I know at the at the track last night, I mean, you had it was your option. You had to wear it to get in. And then once you got in, that was your prerogative. I think that's going to be kind of the protocol for all the tracks this year. So, again, I think people are going to have to, you know, use their head. And, you know, if you want to wear it, that's fine. If you don't, I don't think any people are going to get upset. So I think the tracks are doing the right thing. Well, again, I thank you. You have a nice evening. You do the same as well, Don. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 
47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important, and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. A driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. Jose, can you see by the dawn's early light what surprise we gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red This is the Banker Bob Thought for April 12th. The funny thing about getting older 
your eyesight may weaken, but you generally can see through people much better. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September. Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the Fast and Furious 4s. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds, Spectator Gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Bill Freebar. All right, fans, joining me now is Billy Rebar the uh, general manager up at the Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, good evening. How are you? Doing well, Don. Thanks for having me. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on there, and I caught something on Facebook popped up on my phone, the lights at Jennerstown. I'd like you to share it with our listeners. Well, this past Friday night uh, was what I call our official debut, the brand-new LED Musco lighting. So we basically had light-up night on the mountain. Uh, on Thursday, the owners were able to come up and, they tested them out, and I wasn't able to make it up to the Friday, and it was like the day before Christmas, you know, Christmas Eve. You couldn't wait. Kept watching the clock all day, all day, until I finally was able to get to the Speedway. And then once I got to the Speedway, I had to wait for it to get dark, Dawn. Um, <laughs> we powered the brand-new LED Musco lighting up, which is behind the main grandstands on the four existing towers, and it has a literally, no pun intended, a night and day difference. Uh, some of the old readings we had on the front stretch with the previous lighting were like a 10 or a 12. These lights are between 35 and 40. So the brightness is almost three times as bright. 
but it's not blinding. These LEDs are just a directional lighting. They light the entire complex up on the front stretch. Um, this is actually stage one of a two-stage project, Don. It is our intentions to replace all the LED lighting completely around. I'm sorry, convert all the lighting, replace all the lighting to LED lighting around the Jennerstown Speedway complex in the next season or so. So really, really monumental uh, project for the Speedway. Uh, brings us up to the time. It's a safety factor, increases the fan experience, and the drivers are just going to absolutely love racing under the lights this year. Well, what little I know about lighting, if you do that, you're probably going to be able to eliminate a lot of poles in the pits. That is correct. Right now, there are 33 wooden telephone poles that surround the Jennerstown Speedway complex on the inside. And they are a bit of an eyesore. Uh, they make it difficult to watch the races from a television perspective. It just, you know, more things that could go wrong and you have to worry about. The current plan with the Musco lighting, will reduce the number of poles down to 12 poles in the infield. So literally reducing them by a third. Uh, there'll be 80-foot-tall poles, which is obviously really high, but that gives us the pattern needed. And you'd have to be wearing your sunglasses at night at Jennerstown Speedway, Don. Well, maybe that's something you should offer in a concession stand, Jennerstown sunglasses. I like it. I like it. Maybe <laughs> that. But yeah. Good hey, idea. Um, you're always telling me about new late-model drivers. Who is Buddy Miller? <laughs> Buddy Miller is a gentleman that runs a Port City late-model from New Jersey near the Wall Stadium area. He's actually won several races at the Wall Stadium and possibly even a championship. I'd have to check the records. Well, Buddy reached out to our pit steward, Mike Bellardi, last year. Uh, and with the COVID restrictions and things like that, he just really wasn't able to, to drive. And it was brought to my attention by another competitor that he'll have over $140 just in turnpike fees that come race at Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And, you know, I've said it before. I said it last time on the show, Don. I will not announce a driver unless we know they are coming. You know, Buddy showed up at the last tire sale and bought tires for Jennerstown Speedway Complex in 2021. So I'm more than confident that this gentleman will be out to race with us at the Jennerstown Speedway. So... There's a name that most people may not be familiar with on the Jennerstown site, may not be familiar on Rabbit on Racing, but we're going to welcome uh, Buddy Miller, the Jennerstown group of racers. Then another name that came to mind is fellow from Drums, PA, Dennis Winner. Yeah, that's correct. Um, a little <laughs> over the off-season, I started getting an email from a gentleman asking questions about the late model rules. and. He asked about shocks, and then he asked about ignition, things like that. Well, it turns out he purchased one of the Jarek Johnson's machines, which is raced at Jennerstown Speedway at the Motor Mountain Masters. And I, I, I always try to head things off at the past, and I, I tell everybody we have pretty rigorous late model rules with our engine packages. And I don't want someone to get so excited to they can race here, and then they find out they're not compliant. And he goes, oh, yeah, I know. I've already purchased the motor off Mike Ingram, who's one of the Rush Certified Engine Builders. Drums PA, folks, is over four hours away from Jennerstown Speedway. It's where the Evergreen Speedway is. Well, this gentleman, Dennis, wants to do a little traveling as well as race at Evergreen. So he bought a motor that's able to do both. So there's another gentleman that will be walking with open arms to come race here at Jennerstown in 2021. That puts the total late model registered car count that I'm willing to say are going to be here to 31 drivers at this time. That's pretty impressive, Don. 
Very impressive. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Billy Rebar from Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, you're too young to remember Heidelberg, but it was a showplace down in the Carnegie area. And you have recreated at Jennerstown what they had where it would bring in drivers from all over. There were so many Michigan drivers racing at Heidelberg, you would have thought it was right down the street. But when they would come down there, Bob Seneker, Moose Myers, uh, I mean, some of the biggest names in stock car racing were there. And the first couple of years, it was hard for our guys. But once they caught up, it was good. And what you're doing with your late model rules, nobody has to catch up. I mean, they're all going to be on the same platform and the same engine program. Yeah, and, you know, I made this comment a couple of years ago, and everyone kept saying, well, you're putting Jennerstown on an island. You're putting Jennerstown on the island. And my response is, here's a newsflash. We've already been on an island. Jennerstown Speedway is three and a half, four hours from the nearest asphalt track. Nothing was going to change. We had to build with from within, and we did that. Well, guess what? Lo and behold, our engine packages can pretty much race anywhere else. So nobody's being penalized from going somewhere else. Now, unfortunately, there are some guys that can't come race here, but we are putting ourselves on a stage where guys are driving from North Carolina. They are driving from New Jersey, New York with Elton King, who just purchased a brand new Port City race car. I should get a dollar, Jim Cramsey, every time I mention Port City race cars this year because they are the car and chassis of choice right now at the Jennerstown Speedway. Well, a couple of your late model drivers live down here in Trotman, where I live, and I know how long that ride is. That's correct. That's correct. So it's it's really exciting, and it's humbling to hear guys like Mike Hopkins, who won the 2020 Motor Mountain Masters, that this is one of her favorite tracks, text me all the time. Uh, Derek Griffith, who's been on fire, won back-to-back uh, Friday and Saturday night at Easter Bunny and Hickory. They plan on coming this year again, hopefully what scheduling permitted. It, it's flattering when some of the top racers in the country want to come back here and race at this place. So it's very exciting. Well, Billy Rebar, you teased the listeners last week about the 05 car. Now, can you fess up and tell us what's going on? Actually, I can, Don. And uh, unfortunately, since the last time we talked, uh, Bob Ben Sr. had passed away. And the Ben family has been synonymous with racing in southwestern Pennsylvania for many years on both dirt and asphalt. Um, I mentioned last time on the show, Atticus Delning was going to put the 05 car back on the track this year without Adam driving, without A.J. Poldrack driving. Well, I had the name. I'm allowed to release it now. And something a little, little special uh, to go along and pay tribute to Bob Ben Sr. So the 05 car will be renumbered to the 60 car. If anybody's ever followed the Benz brothers, it's uh, either been the 60 or the 6. Uh, it's going to be the 60 car, formerly the 05 AK chassis car, with Christopher Knight behind the wheel piloting. So if you hear that name, Christopher Knight, you say, well, it uh, rings a bell. Uh, Christopher used to run at Motordrome Speedway, and there's a whole slew of Knights. Uh, there's Tom Knight Sr., Tom Knight Jr., Troy Knight, Todd Knight, Chris Knight. Uh, I'm missing a couple others. So there's a huge family that's been around racing for a long, long time, racing street stocks, modified, so on and so forth. So... I was so excited to hear that the Knight family is getting back in racing, and what better way to do that to doing in the most winningest asphalt street stock that Motor Drum and Jennerstown ever seen, the AK chassis, formerly the 05, 
which will be the 60-car paying tribute to Bob Benz Sr. in 2021. The legacy and history of the 60-car itself is going to bring fans to Jennerstown because I've done several stories. matter of fact, I have one on Facebook about Bob Benz and how long he's been involved and his success, probably the most popular of all of his drivers was Joe Mihalik. And Joe went on to race in NASCAR. As a matter of fact, Bob helped him when he was racing in NASCAR. That car is going to be a draw. The young fans will like it because it's pretty, but the old fans will like it because of history. Yeah, and, you know, Bob Ben Sr., when I first started racing Motordrome in 08 and Modified, I knew nobody. I knew nothing. And you know, he would just walk up to me out of the blue in a driver's meeting or come over in the pits and tell me, hey, do this, try this, just, very hands-on, very personal person, very approachable, and he wasn't afraid to get his hands dirty. So uh, the racing community will definitely miss Bob Ben Sr. Is there anything uh, you'd like to add? We'll be coming up on a commercial soon, but uh, any other new late models uh, that we haven't talked about that maybe uh, you could tease us again for next week? Uh, I think we've pretty much covered everybody at this time. I know a lot of guys are going to change colors, paint schemes, and Things like that. Uh, excited to get things going here with the practice on the 17th as well as on the 24th. We do want to ask the drivers to please pre-register for these practice days with Mike Velarde, our pit steward. His information's on Facebook as well as the website. It's not required to register for these practices. We are just trying to be able to uh, accommodate everybody the best we can, both on the officiating side the protective services side, the food side. We want to make sure we have enough to accommodate everyone. As of right now, there are almost 50 cars registered for each of these practices, and some are doing both. Some are only doing one. A lot of people are still waiting on the weather. Or if you're like us, uh, the crew that I help, we're still waiting on parts and pieces. So uh, it's going to be the mad dash for May 1st opening night, but we are excited. Uh, I actually got to spend last friday here at jennerstown and in the camper so the campground is officially open in the infield which is me myself and i and my family so racing season's ready to roll talk about excitement and in, in the next segment we're going to have trent clark uh, a fellow that spent most of his career at bedford and he's so excited I, uh, we had the issues with the interview i had to calm him down to do his interview i actually had the uh, privilege of meeting trent Late last year, he reached out to me several times looking for cars, talking about coming asphalt racing. They were done. They sold everything on dirt, and they were done racing. And they came here and fell in love with it. And actually, he purchased the uh, Zane Farrell machine that I helped work on and kept in my house. So Trent's become a good friend. Can't wait to get him on the asphalt. And I know he sure is excited. Well, the magic at the mountain continues. It just gets bigger and better. Thank you for being with us, and you have a nice evening. Hey, you do the same, Dawn. Can't wait to talk to you next week. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. 
They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinner Bell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, Call 412-922-8988. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, fans. Up next is Trent Clark out of Everett, PA. A pretty famous hometown there. That's where Charlie Cragen was from. Uh, just a great guy. Hey, uh, want to talk a little bit about it. You're going to drive the number 81 in the pro stocks at Jennerstown, PA. Um Sounds like it's going to be a nice experience for you. This will be your first year on asphalt, right? Yeah, that's right. We spent the last eight years on dirt. And where did you call home? Bedford Speedway. Bedford Speedway. What made you want to switch to the asphalt, which I think is an excellent idea? Well, it was kind of ironic. Last summer, uh, it ended up being our last race on dirt. I was in a really bad wreck, and I was up on the wall, rolled over, caught on fire, Whoa. And we kind of had a, yeah, we, so we, we ended up talking and we thought, you know what, we're done racing. So we actually ended up, we sold our trailer, we got rid of the, the car was junk, we sold all of our stuff. And then I ran across a video of, of Bill Rebar talking about this new class on Facebook and I just kind of started talking to dad because once you're in racing, you can never get out of it. So 
we just started talking about it, and then I actually got in touch with uh, with Bill, and and uh, he was he's been a very good help, and and we just thought, you know what, before we totally get out of it, let's give asphalt a shot. So we're really looking forward to it. Well, you mentioned Dad, so I'd like you to explain your reason for getting involved in racing. Sure, uh, it, it really kind of started after I graduated college. I was super. I was into and I played three sports in high school, and then went to college and. And uh, after I graduated, Dad and I started going to the races on a weekly basis. And, and it really just, one night, a, a, a pure stock drove by with a for sale sign on it. And I just kind of looked at him. We kind of started talking about it and had a couple of discussions. And a couple of weeks later, we had a pure stock in the in the shop. So that's kind of how it, how it got started. Dad was involved back in the day a little bit with one of his friends. I'd always liked racing, but like I said, it just kind of the timing wasn't right. I always was into something else. So that's, it just kind of kind of fell into our laps. What I think is the greatest thing about racing, and you and your dad's a good example, so many family members can be part of the action in the pits. I mean, when you were playing football, dad couldn't come into the locker room. But when you're racing, <laughs> right. your dad, your wife, your kids, I mean, they can be part of it. And, and you even mentioned that, you know, one of the best things you like about racing is the competition, adrenaline, family atmosphere, and making memories with your family. And the things that you're doing especially with your kids, they'll be memories forever. Oh, no doubt. Uh, some of my favorite pictures are actually of uh, uh, the car in the garage and my kids the first time they got in the race car and was sitting in the race car and, you know, was acting like they were driving. And they, they get a little nervous whenever we start the race car because it's loud. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, mem- the memories we've made have been, you know, unforgettable for the whole family. And, of course, you know, Dad and I also have our garage secrets that don't leave the garage. But yeah. <laughs> overall, yeah. the family, it's such a, it's such a good atmosphere. Yeah, it's. I think about uh, when I was racing and the kids would be in How about this? We're in a garage, and my daughter was about five, and she was going to wash the car off. Well, she was using some kind of cleaner, and the guy that painted it didn't use real good paint. And I looked over there. She was wiping the lettering off the car. I said, stop, stop. <laughs> we'll wash the car with water, you know. Um, let's talk about your most memorable moment in racing. What was it? Uh, that was, It would have to be my first heat race win at Bedford. It was our first year at Fall Fest at the end of the year at Bedford. And uh, it, we had qualifying on Friday night, and then our features were on Saturday. It wasn't wasn't expecting to get the win. It was just kind of that whole first year was just trying to get our feet wet, and you know something just just clicked that night. We were able to get the heat race win, and then the following night didn't turn out quite as good as we thought. But uh, you know, still that first heat race win was very memorable. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Trent Clark. He's going to be driving the number 81 Pro Stock at Jennerstown Speedway this year. How about your most embarrassing moment? <laughs> that would have been my very first race. Uh, I, I started in the back. I didn't even bother pulling a pill. I just wanted to get some lap time. So I'm just trying to cruise around and stay under the radar. And the shock bolt on the right rear actually came off. And it spun the car out. And, of course, it spun the car out in front of the crowd, so everybody was there, and it's not like I could blame it on anybody else because I was all by <laughs> myself. So <laughs> that was kind of that one sticks with me, and I, and I do still get some uh, some jokes made at me from some of my dirt racing buddies. You find me a racer that has never spun out, and I'd like to meet him because <laughs> that would right. be really rare. 
How'd you, I like to ask the drivers, how'd you pick your number? 81 is not a real common number. Usually it's a, a 7 or a 2 or, a, you know, an 88. But how'd you pick your number? Uh, it was actually my football number in high school. Uh, when, we, when we decided we were going to get into racing, we couldn't really – we were having trouble picking a number. We wanted something, like you said, that maybe was, was unique and you don't see all, all the time. And I just said to Dad, why don't we just go with 81 since it was my football number. So not a real glamorous story behind it, but, you know, for me it, it kind of goes back to, to my high school days. I had a guy on years ago, he, he uh, raced at Mercer, and his number was 965. I said, where did that come from? He said, that's the address where I live, <laughs> on his mailbox. Um, let's talk about some of your goals. Uh, what do you have planned for the future? Well, you know, obviously our main goal is to compete for wins every week. Um, but, you know, in the short-term goal, it's, it's really just to log as many laps as we can this year. You know, coming from, coming from dirt, we really don't know what to expect. Uh, we know we have a good car we bought from Zane Farrow, and, and we've been able to lean on him and, and kind of get an idea of where we want to start out setup-wise as a good base. And uh, also been able to lean on uh, Billy Rebar as well for probably – a lot of dumb questions, but he's more than willing to to answer them with us coming from coming from dirt. But uh, we also like the the level playing field with the the crate engine deal. Uh, I think that you know leaves it up to the drivers and the setups. And you know we're just we're, our goal is to have fun this year. Like you know as I talked about earlier, we didn't really end our dirt career in a positive note. So the goal is really to just enjoy this year, have fun with our family and, and, you know, kind of become more of a, a, a part of the Jennerstown family. And you, what you will find is the competitors are there are very, very friendly and helpful. I mean, I've seen guys banging wheels, having a rough time out on the track. They come into pits and they help each other fix the cars. The greatest people in the world are, are racers. And, and you're going to find that out big time. Now, to, yeah. do, to do all this, it takes a couple bucks. Let's uh, talk about uh, some of your sponsors. Okay. Uh, Joel's Car Care, that's my dad's business. Uh, Knowlton Diagnostic and Treatment Center, they've been with us the whole time that we've been racing. Uh, GWS Contractors out of Bedford. Coldwell Banker, SKS Realty. Uh, Cheryl McEnroy. Um, Wendy's Tax and Administrative Services. Uh, Double Tap Indoor Gun Range, and then I have to also thank the One Stop Auto Sales out of Somerset for sponsoring the division at Jennerstown. Sounds like you got some good people as sponsors. How about your crew? We want to highlight your crew. All right. Well, obviously, Dad's the crew chief, so he he's on there. Uh, Kyle Miller, Callie Leopard, Chad Leopard, Kaylin Leopard—they're all uh, my nieces and brother-in-law. Uh, and then you know we have some some people who may not there every week, but they're there also helping and. Uh, you know, it takes a team effort to get everything done at the track. We're talking to Trent Clark out of Everett, PA, the, the driver of the number 81 Pro Stock for Jennerstown. Um, some notes, some closing thoughts. Sure. Well, I, you know, I, I would have to take the opportunity to thank God for, you know, giving us the opportunity to do what we love and, and also to keep us safe as well as, as well as our competitors. And actually, on the back of the car this year, we're going to have 1 Corinthians 9.24, which is, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, and it says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. So that's kind of our, uh, you know, motto for the year. And then I have to uh, thank my wife, Jamie, who is so understanding and supportive, especially when uh, we have have to have those late nights at the garage. And 
I come home late and supper's already been eaten and my kids are already in bed. And so she, she's very supportive and understanding. And along with those kids, you know, my, my uh, son Evan and my daughter Lizzie, they're, they are so excited to be uh, coming to Jennerstown. Uh, they don't have to worry about being dirty. That's one of the things that they said, <laughs> even though they do like to get dirty. Um, so they're, you know, we talked about the family thing before, but my whole family is excited to, to get back to the racetrack and, and try something new and, and see where it goes. Well, Jamie sounds like a very special lady, and I've, I say it all the time, people, they get tired of hearing it, but the wives, sisters, moms, girlfriends, the ladies behind the scenes are the glue that holds the whole thing together, and it sounds like you've got a really good wife there. I want to wish you uh, the best for this season, and thank you for being with thank us this you. evening. Oh, Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. Saturday Night Racing Entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series, adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modifieds, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. 
When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now more Rappin' on Racing with your host Don Gamble and Jim Zufall. All right, fans, joining me now is the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Jim Zufall. Jim, good evening. How are you? Don, good to be back with you. Good to be back. Uh, what are we, 40-some seasons now? We're back to the weekly shows, and it's uh, certainly good to be back. You know, I wish I would have kept track of how many shows I've done and how many people I've interviewed because it's thousands. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. But no, it's got to be in the thousands. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is going to open up the 1st of May. We're getting close. What's cooking down there? Yeah, we are getting close. Um, you know, the stuff that has changed and, and the stuff that hasn't changed, we can touch on that first. Uh, our, our headline division is still the Rush Dirt Late Models. Uh, that is, of course, still, as I said, sanctioned by Rush, now the Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. And uh, we're sticking with the sanction, of course. And the change that we have made, it's, it's a minor change, but we are now fully sanctioned by the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series for the uh, for the Pro Stocks. So uh, we'll be running completely under pro stock rules so just to touch on those two divisions a, a bit you know you i really can't think of any more regional uh you know sanctioning bodies now i don't deal with chris Zuver with ulms because other than the pittsburgh we don't have super lates anymore chris was always easy to deal with but that said uh you know vicky emig michael young what, what else can you say uh she's changed the face of racing she's saved racing she's moved the needle i mean you know as many adjectives as you can come up with and and she knows what she wants and she gets what she wants and i think it is a recipe for success not just with the late models but now with the sportsman modifieds uh there's an there's an emod division of course the wingless sprints and the new uh stock car division was taking off this year too so always good to be a part and we were one of the initial uh you know initial tracks to sign on when they went up to live with the rush series any number of years ago we remain a member track and we're just thrilled to be there <clears throat> with the rush series uh the penn ohio series i already mentioned uh once again a, a handful of people with that penn ohio series that are nothing but a pleasure to deal with uh, Sean and Dina Hooks absolutely uh, make my life so easy. Uh, I can't speak for what goes on in the pits with Smokey or any of the other officials down there, but I know as the guy with a microphone in my hand, if I have information uh, from a series that comes in, it makes life a lot easier. And Dina Hooks meets me somewhere on the night they come in for the Laboon Memorial and hands me a stack of information from sponsors to points to drivers on board to everything. And a couple of years ago, when they added Greg Wheeling to the mix as their race director, uh, I can't see anybody making a better choice. Uh, I, I said this to you before. I put Greg Wheeling in that same grouping as you and Walt Weimer, where you know you pass through a room and, and you're smarter just for breathing the same air as Greg Wheeling. I mean, he is so <laughs> smart. Uh, you know, he's just he's just so good to be around, and he's so helpful. And and that was a great move. And it's good. And it's good to be be part of them as well so uh the keystone coachworks hobby stocks come back another really growing division i can't even believe uh this will be my seventh year and we had maybe five or six hobby stocks 
in a, in a feature uh, back then. We are now in the upper teens nearly every week. We had a thousand to win last year. We were, uh, I think we almost made a full field. I think we had 23 cars sign in for that. The Young Guns, a couple of new additions to the Young Guns this year. We have uh, Emmy Laboon, uh, Ben Laboon's daughter, is building a four-cylinder for her. Now, Logan Catellus, who has been pretty much the social media head of Catellus Racing, is now going to be in a really sharp-looking four-cylinder. I haven't heard whether that's going to be a young gun car or a straight-up four-cylinder. He's certainly in that age range to be in a young gun, so uh, we're going to assume that's where he is at. And, of course, the four-cylinders rounds off, rounds out rather than the regular weekly uh, events. And then throughout the season, just like always, we have uh, several different series. In fact, if you take, uh, if you go to the website and you look for the schedule, you'll see a link that says, I think it's a PDF printable schedule. The very first slot, it isn't dated, but the very first slot on that schedule said, if your series or division would like to race at PMS, contact us. And that has resulted in any number of different divisions over the years, uh, you know, joining us, including two of the other rush divisions, the Sportsman Modifieds and the uh, the Sprint Cars as well. Once they came around, I think they're heading into their third season now. Um, but we have the Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series three or four times during the year, the 410 Sprint Summer Series six times for the wing sprints this year, I believe, and one for the uh, boss sprints out of Ohio. Uh, seven 410 uh, shows this year, which is great. Uh, again, I mentioned the Sportsman Modifieds, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series I already mentioned, and the Thunder in the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, and of course the Lucas Oil Late Model Series to wrap things up, or just about wrap things up October 1st and 2nd for the Pittsburgher, the highlights of the season, Don, like always, and I want you to speak to this. This is the 10th annual Ed Laboon Memorial. Have you ever, can you imagine what Vince Laboon is thinking after that first year, whether it was going to be a one-off and, you know, he'd pay $1,000 to win or whatever it was. I mean, what a what a success this has been. Well, he works, as soon as the race is over, he starts working for next year. 12-month project that finally comes to fruition for the race to honor his father. A couple things you mentioned I'd like to refer to. When Vicky first started the Rush Series, my comment was, she's going to save short track racing. And I would get answers like, yeah, right away. Uh, she's proved that my prediction was correct. And then on the Penn Ohio series, what I like best about it is not only can your guys go anywhere and race, but anybody else that wants to come in for a special event or a one-off or they're on vacation, they can race there. I mean, it's not one of these things where, you know, you got to have a technical inspector going over the car and you, this is good, this is bad, change this, change that. It's come and race. You've been around this game a lot longer than I have, and, and you know there have been people down through the years that have tried to come up with a unified set of rules that would cover you know, how many tracks in a region. And you also know good and well that when it comes to racetrack promoters, they can't agree on anything, including what the clock says. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they can't agree on the time of day, right. uh, much less agree on a rules package. And somehow, uh, whether it's you know, hard work or charm or both, uh, the hooks have done a remarkable job of opening that umbrella and bringing a whole bunch of tracks underneath of it. I know the big deal up at Sharon is, is their biggest, their highest paying event, but I have always said this to Vince, and I'll never not say it, uh, even though it's not the highest paying race, the Ed Laboon Memorial, when you're standing there in victory lane with that great big cardboard check, the trophy, and now the championship belt, which is awesome, uh, you have won the most prestigious race on that series, and, and I just... 
I so look forward to June 5th uh, for the Laboon race. It's really going to be cool. Uh, we continue the year. Herb Scott Memorial comes along. The Red Miley Rumble, as always. That's a couple of Rush late model races. George Steel City Classic, another guy who has just absolutely made a difference at PMS. And that's uh, Brandon Locke, which Cletus uh, with this, <clears throat> this Joke George race. Another race that uh, we have to give a call out to the guy that promotes it, and that's Brandon Locke, which uh, everybody knows was Cletus, of course. Uh, you know, here's a guy who took a race that was probably 25 years old at the time and decided he'd promote it for a, a year or so, and now he's done such a fantastic job. He's been informed by the, the George family. He's not allowed to quit. He needs to keep this up. He has turned this into something that is remarkable, and the Rush Touring Series, the Late Model Touring Series, uh, it comes out in force. We have, uh, you know, non-COVID year, I believe, in 2019, I think we had eight states and the uh, province of Ontario represented at the Juke George race, and and that was just again, it's a it's the prestige of it all. And Brandon's done such a great job. And uh, there are a last big race of the season, of course, is the 33rd annual Pittsburgh 100. I know Don, you said uh, used to say you only ever miss one. Now you have to say you miss two. But boy, didn't we all miss a whole lot of stuff last year? So that's kind of an asterisk in our in our life, unfortunately. But 33 years now for the Pittsburgher 100, and I believe that track is now 43 years old. And you shared an article not uh, a couple of weeks ago, I guess, I believe, on the Rapid on Racing Facebook page or sent it out to a bunch of us on email as well. It was an article written in 1986 called Nick Guerin's Dream and uh, sort of the process of how Nick Guerin basically picked up what was left of Heidelberg Raceway and put it on the put it on the uh, property where it is now and PMS continues to you know live up to the legacy of, of Heidelberg Raceway. I did that on March 29th and I had 2334 people read the story and uh one of the things that Nick and I'm glad he didn't do it originally that was going to be a one mile track. Uh, right. And that would have been too big. So the the size it is is perfect but if people are in the grandstands and they look outside the fence beyond the backstretch, they can see where that was actually graded to a point where it was going to be part of a one-mile track. And like I said, I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, a couple of changes. Uh, I don't know about driver changes, but some guys moving around a little bit. Christian Schneider announced that he is uh, they're going to sell his whole Rush Late Model uh, program, it looks like, and maybe move into a stock car, but only occasionally he's stepping aside from full-time competition. And a guy who's now very much related to Rapid on Racing is Logan Zarin. And uh, Logan's going to be in Super Late Model as well as his uh, Rush Late Model, but he's going to be traveling around uh, quite a bit. In fact, I think he is going, let's see, where is he going? Next, I heard uh, maybe to Tyler this weekend or somewhere, but uh, this past weekend, I mean, and he was going to be taking the Super and the, oh, I know what it is. It's out to uh, the east, out to Delaware, Georgetown, one of those where the four-day rush show is out there, and there's a super late model race as well. So he'll be traveling around, and I believe, Don, he's going to be a weekly addition to Rapid on Racing. Is that right? Well, first of all, let's put things into context. Their uh, their hauler broke down, so they had to uh, rearrange their schedule, and his situation is whenever he runs, he's going to do a report. But if he's, gotcha. got, if he's got an off weekend, we're not going to just fill the air. We're going to wait until he has something he wants to tell people. A couple of other changes. Um, 
right after the Pittsburgher was over, and last year we did something we're going to continue this year, we're going to have the Pittsburgher on October 1st and 2nd, and we will have one more race, non-points race, but all of our regular divisions, and I believe we've added the 410 sprints as well. That'll happen on October 9th, so there's going to be one more race for the people that are still starved for racing after the Pittsburgher, and that'll be October 9th. But last year, as soon as that extra race was over, Ron Hall Excavating showed up with a whole bunch of brand-new clay, so the track has been reclayed, and uh, we're looking forward to a brand-new track surface and, and uh, hoping everything goes well. I was listening, or rather watching, some of the Lernerville TV coverage of their practice day the other day, and I heard uh, Eric Westendorf do something that I know I'm going to have to do and all of us are going to have to do, and that is continuing to remind people that we are still following COVID guidelines, at least for now. I think we have reached that place uh, with vaccines and everything else that we're, now we're sort of moving two steps forward and only one step back, but uh, we're still you know, under, under some sort of watchful eye of some government somewhere, and we, uh, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be asking for distancing and masks when you move around people and whatever. So same sort of lecture I heard, uh, I heard uh, Eric give everybody the other night on Lernerville TV. So unfortunately, we have to continue to do that. And when I say unfortunately, I may have, have maybe I should have started with this. Uh, we're going to start the, the, the 2021 season with, with heavy hearts because we've lost a number of people in the off season. And, and you can add to this because I know I'm missing somebody. I can only come up with three right away. Uh, Rick Frazee, of course, uh, passed way too young. I believe with leukemia. You know, we lost him a few weeks ago. Uh, Bob Bentz just here, what, a week ago or so. Bob passed. Right. And I always enjoyed chatting with him and his crew and, and, uh, and that's another driver change too, I believe. Mollock's out of that 60 ride. Is it, uh, Lucon going to be in that? Is that yes, what but, I understand? Am I right on that? Okay, good. So but, uh, good. Let, let and, me, uh, whoa, time out. Let me jump in here, go ahead. but it's only special events. They're going to run the money races. So that's, uh, and again, Bob uh, was always, uh, you know, a great guy to chat with. I enjoyed spending time with those guys. And of course, uh, Marcia Shemp, uh, just, so saddened by that. I mean, Marcia, you know, she's she's been around as long as Smokey's been around, I think. I mean, she's just always sort of there somewhere. In fact, Marcia Shemp, at, at your at your suggestion, Marcia made my son, who's now 25 years, almost 25 years old, when he was a little boy sitting in the stands of Neil Ernerville, Marcia made him his set of check, uh, set of uh, flags that he could sit and wave the flags along with the flagman, whoever it happened to be at the time. And uh, Marcia made those for me, and that's another that's another rough loss that we had over the off season. And then once again, I think I'm missing somebody, Don. Do you come up with anybody that, that I've missed? Well, uh, we related can, to Pittsburgh anyway. We can revisit that next week because we're way over time here, and we're coming up on a commercial. We will talk to you down the road, sir. You have a nice evening. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724 724- 
443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the Fast and Furious 4s. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds. Spectator gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. I want to tell you a little bit about Area Auto Racing News. Nice uh, newspaper. It covers a lot of good stuff. Some of the writers, Dave Moody, Ernie Saxton, Walt Weimer, Chuck Bollinger, Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. As a matter of fact, Bollinger, Dragovich, and uh, Weimer have been part of Rapping on Racing for many, many years. You can get 50 issues for $56, but what I like best is a digital subscription, which is $45. Really neat uh, paper. If you need more information, you can give them a call at 609-888-3618. That number again for Ariato Racing News, 609-888-3618. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for tuning in to Rappin' on Racing. I'm Lenny Batiki. Coming up next, a recording we did for PRN's At the Track. Check it out. The 2020 Rookie of the Year at Lernerville Speedway. And man, Sarver Speedway up there, or Lernerville at Sarver, has a lot of great names from it. Levi Yetter, welcome to the show. And how does a kid who, uh, from what I could tell, was a quarter midget racer not that long ago, go uh, and become a dirt late model star at a track like Lernerville and grab Rookie of the Year? How, how, how did this progress so fast? My mom found a, she, she knew a buddy that, uh, that went out of racing. And uh, we found the car. She said she would never let me in a late model. <laughs> um, my uncle races, so I got into that because of him. And the car was just right there and, like, ready for us to, like, just, I guess, take. Wow. 
when you made that first, uh, and we're on the line with Rookie of the Year at Lernerville, Levi Yetter, talking about how he how his mom wouldn't let him run a late model, and then all of a sudden he ended up in one. When you made those first laps to go from a quarter midget to a, a, a big late model at a track like Lernerville, what was sliding into the corners like? Uh, it was a little different, but I grew up at Lernerville, and I kind of like pictured it in my head before, like when I was smaller. But it really uh, was, it took a toll at first and just getting used to it. But I uh, I picked it up very fast and faster than I expected. Oh, I'd say those uh, those dreams are starting to come true for our guests on the ProFabrication.com hotline. Levi Yetter, the Rookie of the Year from last season at Lernerville Speedway in Sarver, Pennsylvania. Speaking of ProFabrication, headers exhaust all the parts and pieces that go with it just a click of a mouse away at ProFabrication.com. So, Levi, uh, you know, Rookie of the Year in a uh, in a last season and such, was there one race that you, you really felt like, hey, now I belong? Uh, did you go side-by-side side with Norris or somebody big that uh you know now you know kind of start to build the confidence from that event which one was it if you had one uh it was at the Lernerville stampede and uh in the heat race we didn't do too good but then we got second in the b main which i was really happy about that and then we went to the feature and then i started pretty far back like second to last then i made my uh like it was like 22nd then i made myself up to 11th but then something happened and uh we were in infield but i was really excited and like happy for that race and just how how far i came up through the field and you should be yeah 22nd to 11th levi yetter the rookie of the year describing uh the event at the stampede up at lernerville speedway where he uh improved so much that it it actually showed him that you know he was kind of part of the gang now in the uh, late model field there you said you grew up at lernerville um, you know, a lot of great sprint car guys there as well. Uh, you know, Ed Lynch Jr., Soderman, uh, AJ Flick, uh, you know, and many from history's past. Um, how did you lean toward late model? What made the late model, uh, the transition for you from a uh, quarter midget? I'm a third generation driver. My, uh, grandpa raced late models for a little while. And my uncle was a champion or he just got track champion twice in a row this year. And um, he's been racing for about like 25 years. Yep. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. Uh, Got to go, go follow the family tradition and probably get uh, passed down a, uh, a good bit of notes or, or two with Levi Yetter rookie of the year at Lernerville, uh, whether it was notes, whether it was dreams, uh, just riding around the racetrack in his mind at a younger age, definitely went out and captured it. Speaking of, um, you know, the past at Lernerville, uh, he is our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline. Do you ever remember uh, being under the grandstands or around the pits, around the, the pit area, you know, when you were racing cars? Uh, were you always uh, like your dad or your grandfather racing? Or did you ever uh, say, hey, no, I want to be this guy, uh, you know, racing your uh, matchbox cars, if you did back in the day, like a lot of kids do? I had a diecast car a couple of Josh Richards and that was my idol pretty much growing up for a while. Hey, then, go ahead. Uh, then, then now I've, uh, watched Scott Bloomquist a lot and, uh, he's starting to be one of my big idols now too. Wow. A, a couple of, uh, definite superstars there. Josh Richards, Scott Bloomquist guys that Levi Yetter, our guest on the profabrication.com hotline, uh, you know, enjoy watching and such. And, 
uh, you know, I got a feeling that uh, when they come back uh, to Lernerville or somewhere in Western PA or some other place, they may be battling this young man. Levi, um, correct me. Are you, are you 14 or 15 yet? Do you have your driver's license? Uh, no, I do not. I just turned 15 in March. Oh my. So you're going to get to walk in there someday and tell, uh, the driver's ed teacher that, uh, you're a, a racer at Lernerville and it's time for them to teach you how to drive. That, that'll be fun. What do you think about that? I think they'll be a little shocked when I tell them. <laughs> you know, do you have any other interests besides racing? Uh, you know, a lot of times people are a hundred percent focused on that. Uh, do you play any other sports? What do you do? Uh, I play baseball and basketball for our school. Wow, very cool. Uh, what what position in each? In baseball, I'm a pitcher and I play third base. And in basketball, I play at the three spot or the small forward spot. Oh, wow. So you drive the lane, uh, whether it's on the track or uh, on the court? Yep. <laughs> Levi Yetter on the ProFabrication.com hotline. One of the rising young stars just turned 15, rookie of the year at Lernerville in Sarver, Pennsylvania. Um, how about that social media stuff? Uh, you know, do you do that Twitter thing, Twitter thing? Uh, you're on Facebook. Where can folks find out about you and, and start to follow this journey you're on? I have a Facebook account, Levi Yetter Motorsports. And also I have a uh, Twitter account named Levi Yetter Motorsports as well where they can come check me out and I'll be uh, posting our upcoming races and results on there this year. There you go, folks. You'll be able to uh, follow one of the rising young stars. Lernerville has their opening event next weekend. So uh, the 16th, I believe it is. So uh, get out there. Will you be there, Levi? Yep. We're going to be there uh, all year racing for points this year. Well, there you go. Rookie of the year last year. Let's see how far he can rise up. He's one to watch. Levi Yetter, our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline. Wow, whether it's on the court, on the uh, field of play, and certainly at Lernerville. Watch for Levi Yetter. Thanks for joining us, Levi. Fans, stay with us. We'll be right back with more. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724 352 2020. That's 724 352 2020. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. 
When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important, and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. A driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. And now back to more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tom Lang. All right, fans, joining us now is Tom Blang with the uh, Drag Racing Report. Tom, how are you this evening? I'm doing great, Don. Pleasure to join you, as always. For over 30 years, you've been covering the world of drag racing for Rapping on Racing. But there is another Pittsburgh area motorsports event that has become near and dear to your heart. The Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. What's on the horizon for PVGP in 2021? Yes, Don, the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix, Grand Prix has become a very special event for me. I actually attended the very first PVGP back in 1983, and unfortunately it was many years before I was able to attend another one, but I started attending again back in 2000 uh, just as a spectator and liked it and kept going every year. And then my involvement with the Open Throttle 360 TV show gave me the opportunity to get to know many of the people involved in the Vintage Grand Prix. And I was able to cover the race for the TV show and both radio shows I'm a part of. So the Grand Prix has become something special for me, as it has for so many other people. From the very beginning, the race was an avenue to raise money for local charities, specifically the Allegheny Valley School and the Autism Society of Pittsburgh. What began as a one-day race event at Shenley Park has grown into a two-week-long array of races and motorsports-related social events. Two separate race weekends at two different venues wrapped around an array of car shows, cruises, road rallies, with a few parties thrown in for good measure. Uh, most of the events last year had to be canceled due the, to the pandemic, but a few, like the Countryside Tour and the road rallies were able to happen with proper social distancing precautions. Nothing says social distancing like driving down the road in your own car. Uh, this year, a large portion of the events are on the schedule, beginning with the Countryside Tour on Sunday, July 11th. And the first weekend of racing, four full days at the Pittsburgh Historics at Pittsburgh International Race Complex, July 15th through 18th. The following week has five separate car shows, uh, cruises, and parties culminating in race weekend at Shenley Park, Saturday and Sunday, July 24th and 25th. 
Also part of the Shenley Park weekend is the International Car Show on both days. If there's a car show larger than the one at Shenley Park that weekend, I want to see it. The entire golf course at Shenley Park is covered by cars. Uh, like most of us car people, I like a very wide variety of cars, and this car show is the widest variety I have ever seen. But if you're a person who's in love with one model or one brand of cars, my guess you'll find more than a few examples of your favorite at Shenley Park. In the last few years, the Vintage Grand Prix has been able to donate several hundred thousand dollars each year to the two charities I mentioned. Of course, last year the donation was smaller due to so many events associated with the Grand Prix being canceled, but this year most of them are back on the schedule. With an event as large in scale as the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix, it must take a lot of people to make it happen. Well, you got that right, Don. And it starts at the top. Uh, Dan Del Bianco is the executive director of the Vintage Grand Prix, and it is his guidance and leadership that has allowed it to become the world-class event that it is today. And when I say world-class, I mean world-class. There are racers and visitors from around the world who come to Pittsburgh for this event every year. It is the largest vintage sports car event in the country and the only one to run on city streets. Race weekend at Shenley Park will see well over 200,000 visitors to Shenley Park. Uh, the board of directors of the Vintage Grand Prix has some of the best and brightest minds in our area, uh, people proven in business and dedicated to this event. But even more than Dan Del Bianco and the board of directors, there are well over 1,000 volunteers that are crucial to the running of this event. And those volunteers and the various committees that they serve on meet several times over the course of the off-season to make sure that each year's event is better than the last one. Does the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix appeal to people who are not necessarily race fans or car enthusiasts? It's kind of funny. Uh, the last few years I've been hanging out with one particular group of racers. Uh, actually, it's a club. Uh, together, they field more than a dozen cars in different racing groups that compete in the Grand Prix. Now, remember, the second weekend of races is held in Shenley Park in the heart of Pittsburgh, nestled in between the neighborhoods of Oakland, Squirrel Hill, and Shadyside. And while they close the roads through the park for the racing, the park itself is not closed off to visitors. There's no entry fee to get into Shenley Park. A large number of the people who come into the park are people who spend many of their weekends walking through the park. To see all these people who may never have seen a race car in their life get up close and personal with these cars, it's fabulous. Uh, many of the racers allow the fans to sit in their cars. And believe me, some of these cars are rather expensive. But like the racers we have come to know in other forms of racing, these vintage racers, they're good-hearted people. They're smart enough to know that every time you stop and talk to people and answer their questions, you have the opportunity to attract new fans to your other racing ventures. Uh, no matter what time or type of racing you may be involved in, you'll be hard-pressed to find a cooler, more laid-back, enjoyable approach to racing than what you'll find at the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. Uh, for more information and a better look at the schedule, you can go to their website, tvgp.org. Sounds like July is going to be a big, big deal. 
We have to hope that Mother Nature will cooperate. And I uh, compliment these people, Dan Del Bianco and all his staff, for just a wonderful program. Uh, yes, it is. As, as far as the racing aspect, the car show aspect, it's great for our, us car folks. But when you get to see the people that really benefit from these charities, and that's another great thing that uh, the Vintage Grand Prix Committee does. The people from Allegheny Valley School and the Autism Society, they're at a lot of these events, so you get to see the people that benefit the most from this. And it's what they call a win-win situation, and I don't think I've ever seen a better one. Tom, a great event and a great report. I want to thank you for being with us this evening. Well, thank you, Don. I look forward to talking to you next week. Okay. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September. Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the Fast and Furious 4s. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds, Spectator Gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, Everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. 
They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to Rapping on Racing. All right, fans, we're going to take a minute and talk to Jack Crow. I have a long history with Jack and number one Cochran. Jack, you uh, accidentally were able to contact a gentleman named Larry Belusky when you were trying to get us to Daytona. How did that happen? Well, Dawn, it was just one of those things that the very first thing that, that occurred is that the, the GMC, uh, or I'm sorry, Pontiac Motorsports, that uh, they had an updated, beautiful GMC motorhome that uh, that was the thing... The style then, it was made out of fiberglass, it had a front-wheel drive, uh, an old uh, 401 uh, engine, and they uh, were going on a, uh, to a race, and they had some problems with the motorhome, and they pulled in to Cochrane, and uh, it was all lettered up, you know, Pontiac uh, Motorsports, and so I... I got over and I got to start to talk to these people and everything. And, uh, they were going out to Toledo for a race. And the next thing you know, I said, well, well uh, who, how, you got three or four guys here. He says, well, he said, I'm Mike joy and I'm the Pontiac Motorsports uh, head, of, head of Pontiac Motorsports. And I said, got to know them and and I got to thinking then after they left and everything I said boy would that be neat to try to uh, have a, a radio show from from Daytona so I got to thinking how the heck am I gonna do this and uh, I I approached Don Gamble and told him I think we can pull off a live broadcast from Daytona Speedway and he said, are you crazy? We don't have nothing. We don't have any type of communications. I said, well, I got Pontiac Motorsports to let us use their beautiful motorhome. And it has all the electronics, you know, and then back in, you know, electronics. And it was, was unheard of, but we had these communications. So anyhow, the next thing you know, we were able to use that motorhome. But then the, the big thing was I needed uh, four hot passes to get into Daytona Speedway. And I uh, had a problem that I, I called the track three or four times to speak to somebody about seeing if I can get, you know, four uh, hot passes for Dick Curry and Joan Burgess and Dawn and myself. And, I mean, I, I, I was a piker. I didn't know 
but the next thing you know, you know, with with Dawn and Dick Curry and Joan, I mean, talk about knowing what was going on, you know, but I had to get some hot passes. So after frustration, I finally, I said, I'm going to call. And uh, fortunately, I remember Mr. Cochran that whenever uh, he had the, the family had to move to Daytona Beach, his mother had a breathing problem, and and the doctor recommend recommended that uh, she gets in, in a, a warmer climate for her uh, breathing and so forth. So that's how they they moved down to Daytona Beach. Well, as it turned out. Mr. Cochran delivered uh, Mr. France his newspapers. So whenever I couldn't get through to anybody and I said to the lady, I would like to speak, you know, to Mr. France. And, of course, she says, well, who are we doing this for? What's going on? And, And I said, I need to speak to them. I need to come to Daytona and do a radio show. And she said, what? (laughs) <laughs> I, I, uh, I said, yeah, and you sound like like Don Gamble. Are you crazy? But anyhow, I, she says, I'll have somebody call you. I said, oh, great. So the next day, I get, I'm at work, and I get this call, and the, and the man says, is this Jack Crow? I said, yes. Are you the gentleman that wants to do a radio show out of Daytona? I said yes, and he says, "Well, what do you what what do you need, or what can I do for you?" And this gentleman was the public relations director of Daytona Speedway. That was Larry Balesky, right? Said, yeah. So I said, uh, "He said, well, where are you from?" And I said, "We're from uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Pittsburgh, in a little little town." called Monroeville. That's uh, where the Cochrane organization's based. And he says, you you have, you're, you're at Cochrane. He says, well, my mother bought three cars off of Mr. Cochrane. They, they, they were out at Braddock. And that was laid the groundwork. This Larry Balawoski who was the public relations manager, made sure for six or seven years that we had four hot passes that we could go into the pits anytime we wanted to. Or It was just unbelievable. It was uh, just, we, we did that radio show live and we advanced into the STP building, which to this day, that there is not another company that has the facilities in the pit area that they have a, 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 a place that the drivers and the car owners, whenever they checked in in the morning, that uh, STP provided this uh, real nice uh, building, and they had refreshments, no boo, no beer coffee and donuts in the morning and the check-in and do some BS and, and uh, 
so we graduated from the motorhome, I mean, from the, uh, yes, the motorhome into the STP building at Daytona Speedway. We want all of the drivers and VIPs. I said, "Oh, wow!" And and that's how we got to Daytona. That this gentleman he did did us in and helped us, and we got something that I don't think it could ever happen again to anybody, Don. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Saturday Night Racing Entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modified, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. A driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. I want to tell you a little bit about 
the On Point Beer Distributor. You know, they're kind of excited. They're providing Butler and the surrounding areas with some great service and even better beer. Why don't you stop by and check out their selection? They can't wait to meet you. They're only nine miles from Lernerville Speedway, a great place to pick up beer on the way to the track. The customers say it's wonderful and friendly service. They highly recommend the place. On Point Beer is located at 154 Freeport Road, only minutes from Lernerville Speedway. If you like the good service and the good beer, stop in and say hello. If you want to call ahead, their number is 724-285-6298. It's owned and operated by a veteran, a former Marine. Stop in and see what they have. One of the things I'd like to clarify, when Bob Cochran was delivering Bill France's newspapers, he was a kid. This wasn't when he was grown up. I should have said that. He was he was 12 years old. Yeah, but that opened up a lot of doors. And you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned us moving from the motorhome to the STP building. And the building is no longer there because they've renovated everything at Daytona. But how we got to the STP building, I was trying to get an interview with Richard Petty, and I was in the pits, and he was uh, talking to a newspaper man. The guy was taking notes, and I see this gentleman standing there dressed from head to toe in STP clothes, and I said, hi, I'm Don Gamble. Uh, Do you... Uh, work for Richard Petty. And he laughed and he said, well, I'm the vice president of STP Corporation, <laughs> but Richard works for me. I said, well, sir, let me get my foot out of my mouth and we'll start again. And he said, where are you from? And I said, Pittsburgh. He said, you're kidding. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'm from Charleroi originally. And I said, well, how did you end up at Daytona? He said, well, I was a bricklayer in Charleroi, and I got a tennis elbow, and I couldn't lay brick anymore. So I decided that I had relatives in California. We're going to go to California. So he goes to California. He gets there. Oh, halfway there, he's having trouble with his uh, in an old station wagon. I think it was an old Chrysler or Plymouth station wagon. It was burning oil. And he stops at this gas station in the middle of nowhere, and he's telling this kid, about his problem, and the kid says, I got something that'll help you. And he pours a can of STP in Ralph's motor. They leave there, and they make it to California, and Ralph is looking in the paper for a a job. And he sees in the paper, wanted STP salesman. And he said, whoa, this is good stuff. So he applies for the job, and they have him delivering this STP, from the back of his station wagon. Well, he goes, I think he went to Ontario, one of the Daytona tracks, one of the NASCAR tracks, and he walks up to Richard Petty. Richard was there with Maurice and Dale Inman. They were the main partners. And this was, I'm guessing this was prior to 86, so it must have been mid-80s. And he, he says to them, how do I get this STP decal 
on the side of your car. And Richard said, uh, Ralph had one of those jackets with the leather sleeves said STP, and he had a cap on. And uh, we need three caps and three jackets. And that signed the deal for STP to be with Richard Petty for decades. It started with three hats and three jackets. So then Ralph says, what are you doing there? I says, well, myself and some of my friends are doing a radio show, and we're planning on doing it from this GMC motorhome. He said, I got a better idea. He said, and while we were talking, he said, do you like the steel? I said, I love them. So we bonded. We're former Western Pennsylvania. Now we're best buddies. He takes me into the STP building and he says, let me have your attention. This is my friend Don Gamble from Pittsburgh. He's going to do a radio show here. Help him with with whatever he needs. And if you don't have it, go get it. And I thought, I said, Jack, we hit the jackpot here. I can't believe how, how many things are going to happen. And then for seven years, you, me, Dick Curry, and Joan did these shows. And I mean, some of the guests, Richard Petty, Rusty Wallace, I mean, and then even local, we had Rodney Combs, uh, Lee Petty. I mean, it just went on and on and on. And in our next segment, we'll talk about all the things that happened. But you opened the door. For, for number one Cochrane and rapping on racing to make history for seven years at Daytona International Speedway. Uh, well, Don, it, it, it's just unbelievable of, of, of what you just described, that there was no way that you could even begin to do anything like that in today's. No. I mean, because we were dealing with such outstanding people that it just was unreal and how we did all this uh, i mean it, it just was was a dream me in daytona speedway i mean going to daytona and doing the things that we were able to do it's just unbelievable to this day whenever i think about the great times and the great people that i was able to to to, to be able to Say hey, I'm Jack Rowan. I'm here with with three other people. And we're going to do a radio show live from Daytona, and we did. And we the first show that, that this gentleman come walking in, and he was speaking a little loud. His name was Chris Quanamaki, and he, and one of the men that was uh, there serving coffee, he he said, Mister Quanamaki. There's a radio show live going to Pittsburgh. Can you little talk a little softer? And he says, "Yeah, what are they doing?" And they said, "Yeah, they're having a live uh, uh, show back to Pittsburgh." And he said, oh, "That's unbelievable!" And after the show, he come over and shook our hands and everything. Chris Kwanamaki and he 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 thought we were a bunch of hillbillies, which. Uh, Maybe we were, but he turned around and he just, every year he looked forward for us to come in there to, to Chris Conamaki. You know, it's just one of those other things that how, and how it happened was just unbelievable. Well, Jack, hold that thought. We're coming up on a commercial, but I think our listeners, and we have them all over the country, need to understand how influential, number one, Cochran, and Jack Crowler to get racing on the map. Hold that thought. We'll be back with more. 
This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September. Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the Fast and Furious 4s. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds, Spectator Gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're at Michael's Mercer Raceway for the opening Chiller Thriller. And joining me is a big block modified driver, the driver of the number 61, Dave Murdick. Many, many years. We go back, and we were just talking prior to the interview, I think you said 1979? Yeah, yeah, it's hard to believe it's that long ago. I was 16 years old, had my driver's license three days. And how, and how old are you now? Yeah, too old. Uh, 50, uh, today's my birthday, actually. Well, so, happy birthday. Yeah, so 59. No pressure to win on you tonight, huh? No, not at all. Not at all. But, you know, you started this, and, and back then, the modifieds weren't anything like they are nowadays. It was kind of... I'm going to say a home-built type situation, maybe with a six-cylinder, and you put it together a bit. 
having gone this many decades, you know, so you're going like 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, it's like almost 40 years now, it's changed. And if, from a driver's standpoint, other than this, I mean, we'll go to safety, it's probably been the biggest thing, but can you just tell the listeners some of the things you liked back then versus some of the things you like now? Well, I think back then a lot of it was uh, ingenuity, you know, what you could figure out. And it's kind of, I think that was better than what we have today. Uh, part of the things now is the field's a lot more close, you know, we have a lot more competition than we ever had. Uh, safety, like you said, I broke my back in one of these cars. I don't know, I was probably 23 or something, you know, and I, I didn't really know I broke it. I knew I heard it. And then a little while later, I found out I did break it. But uh. You talk about the ingenuity, and that's something that's really changed in racing, where you would go down to the local parts store or to the local junkyard or whatever you want to call it, salvage yard, and you pull out uppers and lowers and this and that. Nowadays, you go to the catalog, the page 17, and that's what I want, and you go online and you order it. The ingenuity and the creativity, you said, it, it's not there anymore. No, it's not. And the cars all look, you know, relatively identical, you know, so it's not really, I think it was a lot better when you could, a little creativity, you know. I think my car, first car I started driving, had like 59 old truck, big truck, you know, brake drums is what it had on it, you know. And now everything's disc brakes and, you know, lightweight, aluminum, you know. Cars back then were built like tanks. Well, that was good because they didn't break very often and you didn't really have to do much work. Now everything is lightweight and it breaks and it's expensive. But, you know, Dave, let's, you had an opportunity to race with a lot of your family members and one was your dad. And when you first started out, it's, you know, 16 and your dad had a, a long career and you're following in his footsteps. How special was that to you? And you see that in NASCAR now and things like that where you're a father and a son races. Well, I don't think uh, initially I appreciated that much. You know, I, you know, it was just neat to race, and you know, and uh, but later years got together. You know, we were, it, uh, you got to appreciate that more, and uh, you knew them days were, were limited. You know, the number of times you're going to be able to do that. So uh, that was always cool. It was fun, like when we were, could race. You know, for a win together. You know, that was kind of always, always neat. I always ask, anytime there's a father and son or a little bit of rivalry, you know, if you're coming to the checkered flag, would you take them out? No, no, I don't, I can't really say, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't really drive that way anyways, but, I mean, I, we probably tried harder against each other sometimes, too, you know, just trying to one-up one another. You know, when you raced against your dad, you know, it's just... I, I, you go back and look at certain things. There was there like any one particular, and again, in, in a career that was as long as his. Now you're you know, you're following that. There, there, was there one like I said, one or two moments that you was a, a driver, first of all, but the son mainly. You sat back and, and sat. You said, okay, geez, from the family standpoint, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, this is a really special moment. Uh, for sure. I mean, one just the first one that jumps out at me is when he uh, was his last race, when retirement down at Lernerville there. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, Lernerville honored him great, and the whole family went out in front straight away, and we kind of celebrated together. And that, that was really a special moment. Talk about special moments. I know a couple of years ago, last year, we don't even want to talk about the 2020 with COVID, whatever, but you had the opportunity to 
be elected into the Pittsburgh Circle Track Hall of Fame, joining your dad. And, and it was really neat for me because I was in on a little surprise that you had no idea about. And I, I just thought that night was just so, so special. And again, maybe that Lernerville night was, that, that's obviously top of the list. But for your parents to fly all the way out from Florida, you know, and your girlfriend, just a great surprise. Yeah, it was. I never thought they were coming. Uh, I was really, uh, really shocked. Uh, my girlfriend, I guess she's a little sneaky on that way. She kind of snuck one in on me there, but uh, it was very cool. Uh, it was really neat to be honored into the Hall of Fame uh, in general, just knowing I went, some of the great people you go in there with, you know, in there with my dad. Uh, but there, there's a lot of great guys in there. It's just, it's really incredible. I think now some of you guys that we'll say are younger and are still racing, and we always get the, the little, I don't know, remarks of, well, Dave Murdoch and Brian Schlersland are still racing. Why are they in a Hall of Fame? Well, they've raced for 30, almost 40 years. I think their credentials are more than adequate. But, you know, just uh, a couple other things, Dave. It's just, we're at Mercer today. And traditionally, you know, you've run Mercer and Lernerville pretty much your career. You went out in the BRP Tour, which is a BRP Tour race today. And you just have very good success at this little three-eighths mile track that's kind of a you know sandy basis and it just seems to be to your liking why is that well i always say uh, mercer's not a racetrack for the timid and i think uh, i really feel a driver can make a difference here it's not all about horsepower i think you can if you're really willing to hang it in there and hang it out and, but there's a little opening you got to stick a front end there and not be afraid to you know to take your shot but uh I like it. I like the just it's a close contact or close, you know, you're always close in traffic and guys that are a little bit timid, they'll, they'll, have, they'll give you that room. Just to wrap things up, Dave, tw 2020, like I said, we talked about that a, a few minutes ago, just no one really had a clue or a plan. What's Dave's plans this year? Actually, uh, pretty much the same thing as what we were planning last year. We're going to run uh, the BRP Tour, Lernerville Speedway every week. Uh, I think they only have six regular shows here, so we're probably going to hit and miss those. Uh, I don't know that we're going to run weekly here, but uh, that's pretty much what we got going. Is Lernerville on Friday nights? Yeah, every week. Yeah, we'll be there every week. So. It, it's tough. You, you you get so acclimated to a track. Then I know the Tour Adventures out there. You got a chance to go to Hummingbird last year. Neat little track, and it just again is you kind of like winding down. I guess sometimes things aren't as important. Or that family outing, you need to do that picnic that you would have missed 20 or 25 years ago. Uh, now you do it. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I can remember my sister getting married. My dad, you know, he walked her down the aisle, and, but his car was at the track racing in the heat races. And he come up and raced in his tuxedo at, at Knox Sportsman Speedway just to, uh, you know, because it was in his blood so bad. But uh, uh, I definitely uh, like to do some other things now that, so I actually just bought a camper, so we're going to be trying that out a little bit and see how that all goes. Well, for myself and Don, we hope you have a, you know, enjoying camping because it's a fun aspect. Again, I wish you happy birthday, and maybe if in a, in a perfect scenario, you'll have a birthday cake in Victory Lane. There you go. I'm ready. Thanks, Dave. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. 
At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinner Bell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans. Joining me now on the phone is driver of the On the Point Brewing, your CBD store of Butler, T. James Motorsports, number 18, Big Block Modified. It is Colton Walters. Colton, how you doing, man? Great, man. Yourself? Not too bad at all. You had quite the year last year uh, at Lernerville Speedway. Had a fourth place finish. That was your all-time high finish. You came out as Lernerville's most improved driver of 2020, and you got a top 10 in the points at Lernerville also. So not a bad season for an improving up-and-coming driver as yourself. Yeah, man. I uh, I think we had a great year last year. Had a lot of momentum, especially from mid-season on. Right around the uh, BRP race at Thunder Mountain was a huge turning point for us as a whole group. Everything just really started clicking. Um, my driving was good every night and, you know, my dad and the guys that helped me, they were on point and, you know, it just, uh, all just started clicking and coming together and I can't thank everybody that helps me enough. So yeah, definitely a great season from 2020. Um, but let's kind of reel back a little bit. Um, how you and I got introduced to each other, sort of, kind of, was actually through our families. Um, and this is going to go way back for the race fans that, uh, that know these names, but, uh, it all kind of circles around Gene Pennington. And, uh, he was a famous car builder back in the, uh, oh boy, I would say probably 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, and your dad was one who raced, uh, his car back in the 90s. And my family, Kevin and Ken Harris and, uh, Joe Harris also helped work on that car. So, uh, our families kind of got to intermix a little bit there in the uh, 90s whenever your dad was driving for Gene Pennington in the number 61 modified uh, out at, I believe it was Jennerstown and Motordrome at that point. 
Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Jennerstown, Motordrome, and uh, the old Clearfield when it was asphalt as well. And, uh, you know, I don't remember much of those days because I was real, real young yet. But um, definitely have seen lots of pictures and, you know, still talk to Kevin and Kenny. And, you know, we all miss Papa Joe, but time goes on and now here we are and I'm racing. And, you know, my it, it was funny because when uh, I first got my first opportunity to drive a race car, the first night i ever drove a full-size car was at lernerville and i was sitting in the lineup it was just an open practice and i looked my dad was at the window net and i said this is really weird i'm i've been used to being on the other side of this window net for 20 years now i'm this is me (laughs) how old were you when that happened that would have been the fall of 2015 and that would have been in the 55 lipinski camaro oh yeah Yep, that was the first race car I got to drive, and um, the following year I actually got the opportunity to race that car a couple times at Marion Center. One of which was a rainout night, and the other um, we we got hot laps in that night and started the feature. We got like three laps in, and it rained. But then the following week we went back, and the first feature that I ever completed in a stock car, I finished eighth at Marion Center. So. Um, and it's all snowballed from there. <laughs> well, that car certainly has a lot of history, and that track has a lot of history. And now that it's coming back in the 2021 season, it's definitely a good thing to see if you are from that area because that track was definitely loved by many, and it's cool to get to see it come back. But then you decide that you want to get into a full-time. You're going to jump into a modified. What led you to that decision to race big block modifieds? So what really led me to that decision was when my dad – got out of racing we always you know you always talk about going racing again and his theory was if he was going back racing he was going to go big block modified racing and the reason being is well he always liked those cars he just never he had very limited center steer modified experience but um i always liked those cars and you could get one reasonably cheap as a roller from new york as a sweeteners plus car or a gypsum car you know get a connection up there buy one of those cars for 10 grand as a roller and then build a motor and at the time in 2015 16 when we were scouting what we were going to do next after after kart racing uh lernerville was only getting 14 15 big blocks a night so it was a great you know Lernerville is a half hour from my house. It was a great opportunity for us. And, you know, that's kind of what led me to that. And then the deal came about that Tommy Winkle was stepping out of the race car. And uh, the family that owned his car, Laryl and Pat Smith, they were spelling that entire operation. And I was fortunate enough to get hooked up with them. And I bought the car and the trailer and I bought everything basically that they had except the engine and um went racing (laughs) well that's not a bad thing at all um you know that sounds like a good deal and like you said you know obviously with the lower car counts at that time um stiff competition still so the nice thing about that is is even though that is a lower car count you're racing against some of the best modified drivers uh i you could say locally but even regionally there was some really tough competition uh, obviously, Brian Schwartzlander, you probably caught the tail end of Kevin Boland's career, possibly. Uh, then Matt Williamson coming down from Canada on a weekly basis.
this. I mean, you you've learned against some of the best drivers in I would say regionally. Yeah, I mean, at the end of my first year racing, I was at Lernerville at the end of the year at an all-star race, and I ran into Walt Weimer standing by the pit board, and he looked at me and said, well, Colton, what'd you think? And I said, well, Walt, said, I've had a lot of fun, but it's been the most educational ass-kicking I've ever got in my life, because you race against uh, Brian Swartzlander, the Kings. You, you look at their resumes, and... The one thing that's really nice is on Twitter, that uh, Race New York Modified page, they have all your stats. And I looked at it, and Davey Murdoch at the time last year, don't hold me to this, had 560-some starts since 2004. And you look at his stats and the King's stats, and then you look at mine, and I have 50 starts in my entire career. And these guys have hundreds of starts and tons of seat time. And, you know, I was born in 1995, and Rex King Sr. was the Mercer Modified Champion in 1995. These guys have been racing as long as I've been alive. And it's it's an absolute pleasure to race with these guys. They're some of the best in the business. And to be able to now run with them, it's, it's a huge confidence boost because – when I first started, Davey Murdoch came up to my dad one night and he said, you know, Colton, he's getting there. He's like, he holds, when the leaders are coming, he holds his line. He doesn't hold anybody up. And now I can race door to door with Davey and it's three years later. So it's definitely a huge stepping stone and just shows how far that my operation has came. I want to say that how far I have came, but I definitely couldn't do this without everybody that helps me. Fans, if you're just tuning in, I am speaking with Colton Walters, driver of the number 18 Big Block Modified, uh, who made Lernerville Speedway his home last year. Um, Colt, let's jump into the 2021 schedule for you. Um, we kind of talked a little bit earlier. You're looking to probably do roughly about the same thing, running Lernerville for points on Friday night. Is that still going to hold up? Yeah, that's still the plan. Uh, we plan on being a weekly Lernerville car on Friday nights and jump around to uh, hit and miss BRP races and occasionally race at Mercer on Saturday nights. Not bad, and that's all in close proximity to your home, which is Evans City, Pennsylvania. And, you know, Evans City has a pretty big history of some big-name drivers coming out of that town yeah, it's it's quite crazy because, you know, you have Bob Waring Sr. that, you know, was from Evan City. You have my grandfather that was from Evan City. Uh, Ralphie Spithaler, Brandon Spithaler, uh, going back into the 60s and 70s, the Rices. Then, you know, uh, another modified driver from back in the day, Mike Sutton. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting a few, but uh, Roger Bennett. You know, the list goes on, but it's kind of crazy that within the little town that we live in, how many racers and how many successful racers have come out like have come out of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're not kidding there. So uh, real quick, let's go ahead and uh, plug your socials. Um, where can fans follow along with your career and your 2021 season? Uh, you can follow me at Colton Walters Racing on Facebook. And then there's my Twitter handle. I believe it's CWalters18. And my Instagram handle is about, I believe it's the same. It's CWalters18 as well. 
Alrighty, and then let's to thank your sponsors and your crew that help you along your way uh, for the 2021 season. Yeah, first and foremost, I'd like to thank On the Point Brewing. They're in Calorie, Pennsylvania, right down the road from my house. They came on board this year, and I cannot be more excited to have them. They're great people, great group of people to work with. I am very fortunate to have them on board. Then the Your CBD store of Butler, they're another great great crew to come along and come on board this year. Uh, T. James Motorsports, they're an automotive wholesaler out of Gibsonia, PA. Jeff's Auto Service, which is my dad's body shop, right in right in Evans City here. We got the the Chop Shop Restaurant on Main Street at uh, Butler. We got Sports and Spirits Eatery on Main Street, Evans City. Wildwood Collision, Scott Dunbar, Conakee Antiques, Bachman Trucking, and Bob Bauer Cornwell Tools. I'm I'm pretty sure that's everybody. I mean, I'm very thankful and blessed that I actually have that problem now. And, you know, it's it's such a great thing to actually have so many great people behind me. And then for the crew, um, my dad, he, he helps out a lot. My cousin, Mark Andrette, uh my neighbor, Will Herb, and Adam Herb, and, uh, you know, anyone else that I'm forgetting. But that that's kind of the main group there. And, just very thankful to uh, to have all them guys on board and you know all the sponsors and all the help that i've received over you know over the years it's this portion of tonight's program was brought to you by night and day asphalt seal coating are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review rick sabo of rps financial solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Saturday Night Racing Entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series, adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modified, 
Modifieds, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. I hope you enjoyed tonight's program. I want to thank Jennerstown Speedway, the title sponsor for Rapping on Racing, and our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Environmental Air Incorporated, Night and Day Seal Coating, plus Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Toma Meat Market, and Zarin Truck and Automotive. Also, a thank you to co-host Dave Oliveri and our reporters, Howie Bayless, Lenny Baticki, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Tom Lang, and Jim Zufall. And special thanks to our senior engineers and our technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Lusick, and Gary Scott, along with Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. Be sure to check our Facebook page for a special show we have coming up. It's the uh, Remember When program, and it will feature NHRA champion Mike Kosky. You have a nice evening, and we hope you join us next Monday for some more Rapping on Racing. Proudly presented Rapping on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rapping on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.